Welcome to season two of the Ublong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Brayden. I am your host. Super excited for another episode. Uh, this podcast has been so fun to record, but we got two special guests with us today. Introduce yourselves, special guests. Special guest number one, Pastor Ryan Mauser. Boom. Let's go. Who we got with you? Guest number two is Heather Mauser. Let's go. <laughs> so this is the first time that we got two guests on at the same time. So we got three people here talking. And we also had the opportunity and the honor to be the first guest of the actual You Belong podcast. You were. I did. You were. But, Pastor Ryan But was. it's like we're, we're all about the first around here. Come on. First is good. But yeah, Pastor Ryan was on the very first episode uh, way back when. I don't even remember when we recorded that. Sometime. Long time ago. The summer. I don't know. But you know, Ricky Bobby says, if you're not first, <laughs> you're last. That's so true. Come on. He does say that. Shake and, and that's bake. That's true. <laughs> Super excited to have you two on here. Um, Katie was our first female last episode, and now we got Heather on here. I think the ladies need to hear some female voice in this. Um, Heather, are you excited to be on this podcast? Yes, I am. <laughs> I can hardly reach the microphone. <laughs> so, Pastor Ryan, Heather, uh, each maybe take a minute, tell us about yourself. I know, Pastor Ryan, you've been on, so they might remember, but they might not. We might have new listeners. So You definitely have new listeners. Give them a snippet of who you are, and then, Heather, you can as well. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, so I'm I'm Pastor Ryan. I am officially the campus pastor at our Faith Church Shoals campus. Come on. Yeah. Uh, excited about that. I've had the honor to be the youth pastor here at our church uh, for nine years, or close to too close to that um a little bit about myself um man i just have a passion to see people fall in love with jesus mm-hmm. and in the process anything that i can do to you know take things that i love to be a part of that so it might be play some basketball on the side get to know people play a little bit of golf uh i am a husband obviously because my wife obviously. my beautiful wife is standing here sitting here I believe she's sitting here. She's sitting. She's yeah. the righteous fox. Okay. Okay. And um, but I also have the greatest honor to be a part of the best hood there is, and that is fatherhood. Boom. So I have three kids, uh, one little man that is about to turn twelve. Holy cow! Wow. And uh, yeah, he looks just like me, acts just like me. That's true. So we need lots of prayer for him. <laughs> so right now, intercede on his behalf as you're listening Come to on. this. And uh, and we have two beautiful daughters and. Um, with uh, Addie and Sophia. So pretty much that's me in a nutshell, man. I, I love Alabama football, Atlanta Braves baseball, you know, yeah, Tiger Woods all day long in golf. Come okay, on. okay. Nice to meet you, Pastor Ryan. I know we know each other very well, but um, listeners, that's who he is. He's a very cool dude if you never met Pastor Ryan. Heather, what you got? So a little bit about me, even though you shared a little bit extra <laughs> that I was going to share, but that's okay. Um Obviously, my name is Heather Mauser. Um, I am the guest services um, director for the Shoals campus now nice. um, after transitioning out of youth. Um, I am a wife to an amazing husband. Yeah. <laughs> Say that while you're sitting beside I me. I pay her. <laughs> 
Um, I am a mom. Um, that's one of my biggest blessings um, to be a mom of three babies. Um, I love crafty things. Uh, loving doing Pinterest and all the things like that. I love being outside. And um, I wrote this, which I feel like this is kind of most people like these things. I love the beach. Mm. I love to be on the water. Like those are my favorite things. So that's a little bit of random things about me. I don't really know uh, what else I might need to share, but no, I got perfect. something I can share. Okay, uh, what you got? She likes to make a honeydew list. <laughs> All, every one of my off days, I told her I was going to bring something to surprise in the conversation here. But yeah, like she likes. She said she likes crafty things. What mm-hmm. she meant to say was she likes to find crafty things for me to do. <laughs> she's like, I got this That's great right. idea. With this great idea, let's paint this room, and it takes the entire weekend. She's like, I'll get you the paint. I'll get you the brush. Yeah, and then you paint. <laughs> But I'll give her credit where credit's due. She always helps. Mm. She's a worker. Yeah. And she's literally the best human I know. So. Aww. And she's beautiful. Oh. How sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah, a lot of people love the beach. But, I mean, that's a... Some people don't like the beach, which they're really weird people. But um, you got me picturing the sand and the ocean now. And, like, the summer, I'm like, I need, I need to go to the beach now. Come on. Man, well, Pastor Ryan Heather, nice of you to meet our listeners. Hopefully, they get a picture of who you are. So, obviously, you guys are married. How long have you guys been married? We have been married going on thirteen years. <laughs> but we <laughs> there was a pause there. Heather was like, "You better get this right." <laughs> but we have we dated seven years prior to marriage. Seven so years. So we have holy almost holy. we're getting close to twenty five years of being each other's life. That's crazy. That's awesome. That's crazy. So going on 13 years of marriage, that's a lot of years to be with, like, the same person, like, living in the same house with someone. You know. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) She literally turned the mic off. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they say time flies when you're having fun. Mm. Is that true? In most cases. (laughs) But definitely in this case. Our our life together has has been amazing. That's awesome. And it's made it fun and memorable, so. Besides the honeydew list. <laughs> Besides the honeydews. Hey, but you get that stuff done. You do it. So, Pastor Ryan, you're the, the Shoals campus pastor. Heather, you're the guest services director. Getting that campus going. How how has that been, you know, the last few months? Uh, has it been tough? I mean, what? Give me one, like, kind of takeaway so far from the last couple months. So for me, it's been awesome to um, watch God work and to move. Um, the people are coming together, I feel like, in a, in a powerful way, mm-hmm. and they're bonding. Um, obviously, they are bonding with us, but they're starting to bond together. Yeah. Um, and so that's been really cool to watch. But I feel like it's going super well, but I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I had to say. I think it's going great, for yeah. sure. Um, for us, you know, it was... It was definitely a, a fear, you know, the, the scripture when Peter's got to get out of the boat and Jesus mm-hmm. is on the water. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus, that we'll be okay, but that doesn't mean that we don't still fear the unknown. And But it's been great because, you know, God has sent us workers and he sent us support people that they text us throughout the week, you know, uh, what Heather said, our team. I think the initial idea for us having watch parties at our house Mm -hmm. was for our team to grow, for there to be some camaraderie and some chemistry. And it's, it's definitely happened. And I think probably 
the biggest thing that I would want people to know that mm-hmm. you wouldn't know unless I told you. Yeah. But it's just when when you are being faithful and you're being obedient and you're walking in humility uh, and God just begins to pull everything together and just to watch that unfold, like the excitement and the anticipation, you know, our church, our pastor, you know, he, he found a building, our, our team decided to buy it. Then someone writes a check, this thing's paid for, mm. you know, we're not sure we got enough people to serve. There's weeks we look at it and we're like, do we have enough to do this? And then five, six, eight people jump in and mm. they're like, hey, we want this. This is what we feel like God's told us to be. Yeah. So we really feel like we're standing right in the middle of something significant mm-hmm. and that God's about to do. And so we're, we're honored, humbled, hungry, and we're hustling. That's, That's awesome. what we do. That's awesome so. to hear. Uh, I always feel weird like telling older like people older than me like i'm proud of you i just feel like that's kind of awkward but i'm super proud of you guys for taking on this challenge and and leading that shoals campus i'm excited to see what happens especially when you guys start meeting on sunday mornings and like having the service like it's gonna be awesome yeah we're pumped hey can we say we're proud of you i think so yeah we are proud (laughs) of you yes we are proud of you go ahead no you got it okay yeah there it was yeah you did it thank you um but yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. You guys are doing great work over there in the Shoals. It, real quick plug: if you live in the Shoals area, over on across the river from Florence, and you're looking for a church, this is gonna be your church. Pastor Ryan and Heather are fantastic leaders, and it's gonna be a home that you might need. And so, if you're looking for a church, be on the lookout. Faith Church Shoals. Let's go March the sixth. We're launching Muscle Shoals High School. Um, so we're we're pumped. It's gonna, it's be, gonna a, be awesome. It's be an awesome, awesome venue too. So so a quick question, to kind of like break the ice before we get into some like some like really the good stuff. The nitty gritty. Yes, exactly. Pastor Ryan, if you could have an endless supply of food from any fast food mm. restaurant for forever, what restaurant are you going with? I'm gonna surprise you with this one because mm. I know there's people that are like, oh, this is obviously Chick Fil A because he talks about it all the time. Yeah. But secretly, I love Sonic. Sonic? Yes, because I can get a burger there. I can get chicken there. I can get a corn dog there. Yeah. But my man, I slide in that place when nobody's looking, and I get a large order of cheesy tater tots (laughs) with a a Route 44 or Route 44. Depends on what part of the country you're from. That is true. But I get me a a big old Coke. Wow. And uh, and wash those cheese tots down. And then... If I have an endless supply, because I'm not always thinking about myself, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a husband and I'm oh, a dad. Yeah. So Sonic's got ice cream, mm. ices. There you, you know. go. I mean, it's like it's like a theme park. There it is. Pull up. I'm gonna be honest. That you really did surprise I me. Surprise you. I with don't that. think I've ever heard you like talk about Sonic. But I mean, it does have a variety of food. I mean, that's a pretty good choice. That's what I'm saying. That's there are better choices, but I respect it. I guess. Heather, what you got? Sonic. All day. Give me something better than Sonic. I'm going with Chick-fil-A. There it is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the Chick-fil-A nuggets and the Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, yeah. You just can't beat it. I mean, you can have it day in and day out. I've never gotten tired of it. Nope. Could never get tired of it. In the mornings, at lunch, at dinner. I mean, can't beat it. Can't beat it. Thank you, Heather, for being the voice of reason (laughs) and and choosing Chick-fil-A. Because Sonic, I mean, it's good. But for, like, that's what, I mean. Sonic sounds good for lunch. (laughs) I don't know about that. Oh, man. I don't know. I I would like to choose Chick Fil A, but I feel like I'd have to have um, 
it's got to have some variety. Like, I can't have the same food. I feel like if I'm going to have an endless supply, i got to be able to get it. So that's where I respect your Sonic decision because it's got some different foods in there. I'm also being selfless. My yeah. kids like Sonic. <laughs> that's the real reason. He's being selfless. For once in his life. <laughs> Dang. <Yeah>. Got him. <laughs> fired. <laughs> got him. Well, Pastor Ryan Heather, like you said, you've been married for, for 13 years, going on 13 years. You dated for seven years. So you guys were, some people are high school sweethearts, but you guys, middle school sweethearts, kind yeah, of, right? started my eighth grade year. We started dating. Yeah, whatever I that means. I don't know what that means. <laughs> we started going to the skating rink. Oh, skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> Lone Star was playing the night that I took her by the hand for the first time. <laughs> and I said, will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> How sweet. A interesting thing was I was her her first and only boyfriend. Wow. So that's impressive. That's impressive. Thank Good you. job, Pastor yeah. Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, everybody. So last week, uh, last episode, we, me and Katie, we talked about um, relationships, dating, marriage, and she recently got married, and so kind of got that perspective from mm-hmm. a girl and obviously a newlywed, um, but wanted to have you guys on because you, I know you guys are full of wisdom from the years of marriage you guys have had. The, full of something. The <laughs> The experiences you guys have had, the the things you've learned, and um, I, I believe you guys will give a fresh new perspective on relationships, on dating, on marriage, and so let's kind of get into it. This, I mean, it's not an easy first question, um, but real quick, like we don't need to spend too much time on this question because it's very big. But how can we do relationships and dating better? Like, what's what, for these young adults listening? What's what's something we can do to make it better? Well, you want to take this one or me? Yeah, I think I think the first thing that that we can do when you say we, you're you're obviously talking about listeners. Yeah. Um, I, I think the first thing we can do is seek first the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and all these other things will be added unto us. So the idea is, you know, when Jesus says this, is to uh, man seek Him first. If you can find a place to be content with Christ and you can be content in your relationship with Him, then then and only then God can bring the significant person in your life to help you know support you in that journey. Uh, I think a lot of times we get that backwards. What's the, what's the saying? The cart before the horse. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, I think people try to find the relationship and then they try to find jesus and where mm-hmm. he fits in that relationship and yeah. it, it that's not what the scripture doesn't it doesn't say mm-hmm. you know seek what you want and then add christ and everything else will be added it says mm-hmm. seek him first and you know pastor steve did a series you know years ago called proton and starting the year off and i just that was the theme verse for the whole thing is like man there's so many things we want in this year mm-hmm. there's so many desires that we have but we're not going to find our real desire until we find the one who gives desires, the one who gives, you know, gives love to us so we can even understand what it feels like mm. or means to love someone else. Yeah. So I just would say, what can we do? We can we can really begin to add an element of God yeah. in the foundation of our relationships. That's good. That's really good. That's that's so good. I, I think a lot of people, they try, they try and do it themselves. They try and find the relationship on themselves or, or go through you know, breakups, dating, all on their own power. And that's where I feel like all the, the hurt, the pain comes from because we're not meant to, to like, carry all that. Like, yeah. we got to give God that space to heal us, to move, to, to bring that right person 
and even to make us complete before we even search for that person because a lot of people are like incomplete people before they are searching and they're searching for somebody to complete them when they haven't been completed in Christ yet That's and right. so I think that that verse is so good in like all aspects of life seek first the kingdom like you should be doing that daily for all like all decisions all oh, life no. like it it's all about the kingdom so that's very good. I, I like that, Pastor Ryan. Yes, um, so quick question, uh, Heather, what's the most important thing to look for in a future spouse? So more specifically for you, what, what should girls be looking for um, in, a, in a godly husband? And maybe you have some examples <laughs> from your husband. I don't know if, if he does good or not. She has plenty. <laughs> I would first say um, just someone who can lead you, um, someone who challenges you, who pushes you, who makes you be a better person um that that's i feel like kind of the main thing um obviously you want somebody that's trustworthy and that is um loves you back and all of those things but i feel like somebody that's that can lead you because eventually it's going to be somebody that can lead your household Mm -hmm. lead your family and um, lead your kids so you need that um and i feel like that's super important Mm -hmm. so yeah definitely yeah and and even even on that like we've always said in our youth ministry to students because i mean teenagers they go to prom they go Mm -hmm. to all kinds of formals like but you never should you know you never should date anybody unless they're a future potential mate Mm -hmm. so if you're dating someone and you're like i know i would never spend the rest of my life with them you need to run Mm -hmm. you need to like get out of that relationship now uh but you know that's that's the thing in in you know just these are little taglines and people that have been around me know this but Mm -hmm. You know, don't spend all your time looking for the one. Like, be the one that someone is drawn to. Be the one that someone does desire to be in a relationship with. And mm-hmm. when you do that, that's where we say, God, we're seeking you. We trust you. And that's when God says, now I'm going to add this to your life. Mm-hmm. If, you'll, if you'll focus all your attention, emotional, mental energy on being someone that, that someone else would want to marry. You yeah, know? yeah. Because think about it. Uh, your spouse, you know, might be out there right now praying today, like, God, make my make my husband, you know, make the father of my kids be everything he needs to be today. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't need to minimize what God can do in our lives. And yeah. so, you know, just to tag on to some yeah, of that. Yeah, for but. sure. Heather, when uh, was there a moment when you were dating um, Pastor Ryan that you felt like, like, when was that that maybe you're like, okay, th- he's kind of, got some things that like really are making me think like this could be my husband like did he kind of was there anything to see that when you guys were dating um yeah I would say for sure um when we were in high school it was I feel like it was good and it was a relationship and it we spent a lot of time together but um and we were going to church together and I think as we were coming out of high school is when I started like okay like I really really like this guy like Mm -hmm. I really think he has um, all the things that I've been praying for. Um, and this is kind of a side note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I thought about this uh, yesterday, but um, we, I started doing a prayer journal. Um, I started it in high school, and that's why this made me think about it. But mm-hmm. I started it in high school and started praying. Um, it wasn't like every day, but uh, once a week or whatever, I started journaling what I was wanting in a husband. Mm. And um, which is really cool. We were dating, but I didn't address it to him. Um, I addressed it to my future husband. Um, But looking back now on that, um, I see how God answered all those prayers and how he gave me exactly what 
I needed um, not just what I wanted, but what I needed um, for my my future and for my kids and for our whole family. So come on, that's awesome. Yeah, I didn't get to read the journal till the day we got married well, for that night. That's very special, though. That was really cool. Um, I would say this too, bro. I just she's sitting here talking, and I just started thinking about when we were dating, and you know sometimes you get this conception like oh they go to church and they're perfect and mm-hmm. everything worked for them no, it didn't always work for yeah. us but i will be transparent and vulnerable like mm-hmm. we did have you know struggles we we did make mistakes we did cross lines early on uh you know and but there was always this thing in both of us because we were we were in church right but be you can be in church and not be in god mm-hmm. you know yeah but both of us were pursuing the lord in a relationship and there would be times that i just would feel like you know what i haven't honored her the way i need to and so together we would go we, there would be times we would go to the altar together mm-hmm. you know and and i didn't know really what i was praying but i just was saying god i'm sorry that i'm yeah. not loving her the way you would want me to love her mm-hmm. and I'm not guarding our, I'm not guarding us and my heart the way that I should guard it. And so, you know, there was just, there was that battle, obviously of temptation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did spend a lot of time together, but we were honest. Our parents were involved in the journey. I know everybody's parents can't be yeah. as involved as they'd want them to be, but accountability is huge too. Mm-hmm. Accountability was huge for us. And, you know, I, I think all those things, I mean, our parents, man, they deserve major shout outs for, tough conversations and you know leaders in our lives we 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 allowed the youth pastors the the young adult leaders the pastors in the church we allowed them to speak into our life don't Mm -hmm. don't always be so quickly offended like some people really do care Mm -hmm. and they really are looking out for your your best interest yeah that's good good thoughts heather good thoughts too i think the prayer journal was that's a good thing like if you're not praying then Journal. how like yeah like how how are you gonna know though if God is like answering those prayers like if you don't have it mm-hmm. if you don't have it um, recorded or anything like I mean you're not, you're not gonna know but uh, love those thoughts so if you're a girl and I mean you're you're wanting to journal pray do it you'll be able to look back and see like God was faithful um, so Pastor Ryan what what would you say to guys which what should they look for in a wife yeah so when when um when you read scripture, mm-hmm. the the wisest man in the world, Proverbs, right? Proverbs eighteen, uh, Solomon says, "The man who finds a wife finds a treasure, mm. and he receives favor from the Lord." So, when uh, I think about just that specific question, um, I remember when we were dating, or even times that I've seen guys in the past be in relationships. Like, I think you have to find someone that will push you, someone that will not just push you but someone who will pray for you mm-hmm. if you're if you're talking to a girl right now and you thought man she pushes me but she pushes me to be things that i don't really want to be mm. you know well then i would say that's not in line with what god wants because if you find someone who's praying for you uh and you know they have the give and take and they have the the um i guess the the heart you know for for you to or for God to make you what he wants you to be, and then that would be acceptable for, for them, mm-hmm. you know? So I just would say fi- find someone who will pray for you, who's not afraid to uh, push you. Hey, you, you can be better. You should be better. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you're dating a girl that will not tell you no, hello, mm-hmm. and as a young adult, I'll yeah. say it. Yeah. I ain't afraid to say it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're dating someone who wants to see you fall, 
that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that you can't trust, that those are not good things. But someone who says, you know, by the way they live their lives, they push you to want to be a better man. They push you to be want to be a better son of God and, and someone who looks more like Christ, then that's, that's who you should pursue. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And I definitely see that. And you guys, I feel like being able to be in your lives at the level like I've been able to, you both push each other you to be better, not just to like, not just push to, to cause like conflict, but you're pushing to like make the other person better to challenge them. Cause you know each other and you know that they like the potential, the expectation, like you can do better. Um, so I think that that's important. That's yeah, for sure. You and need it. In a, you are admitting you have seen Heather tell me no still to this day. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, a she started, <laughs> she started at an early age. <laughs> She's got the practice. That's right. But yeah, that's so good. I, I think guys, um, they don't need a girl that's going to be like just not going to tell them no, not going to, I mean, they're just going to go along with it. Like that's sometimes what got guys want. I feel like they want a, a passive girl that maybe is just going to go along with whatever, but they're not going to get any better. You're not going to get closer to God. You're not going to move forward in life if you just have someone that's just going to come along for the ride. Like you need a girl that's going to be there for you to support you, to push you in all aspects of your life. And I mean, if not, it's going to, that won't be a good marriage or relationship. And the reality is all of us have, okay, like this, you know, you've heard someone say, we all have this God shaped void inside of us, this Mm -hmm. vacuum that only can be filled by the Lord. Well, I, I believe that relationally as well. So he may have saved you and he may call you his child, but there's still a void in us where we need, we need someone who brings value into our life. We need someone who, uh, you know, will meet our mental, emotional, and physical needs as well. Mm-hmm. But God desires to fill those things first. Yeah. And when when we don't allow the Lord to do what He wants to do, we're no good for whoever we're with. We're not we're not at our full potential, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it just makes room for mistakes. It makes room for bad decisions and. We'll carry those. We'll mm-hmm. carry those with us. We can't get away from them. So, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's important to to find someone that that has same convictions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you can be different people. Yeah. Anybody that knows Heather and I knows that I'm loud, boisterous, and extrovert, mm-hmm. and she's quite timid. And you may or may not hear her speak. But yeah. what I've learned is. She makes me better, but when she speaks, I listen. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that's one of those things that, you know, God God has done in us. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah, uh, basically, I feel like the the girls that are quiet or more reserved at first, like they're thinking, they have wisdom, and they know when to share it. And so I've I've seen that too. Like Heather is like, she's the soft, quiet voice to like bring you back down when you got something like crazy going on, or maybe you're like are super frustrated with something like Heather's going to be that, that, that voice to like, Hey, like, let's, let's come down to here. It's going to be okay. Like, and she, she's got something to say that is going to help you. Uh, Somebody's got to keep him in line. <laughs> somebody. Yeah. Somebody does, but that's good stuff. So let, let's kind of get into, um, a little bit of dang pastor Ryan's giving, giving her the look. Um, <laughs> uh, pastor Ryan, you mentioned, you know, last night you're like, are we going to, can I talk about like sex on here? And oh boy. I said, I did it. not ask that. We, like not, no, like let's talk about sex, but like, it, <laughs> like, is that, is that okay to say type of thing? And it is, it's like the title of this podcast is you belong. It's no matter what you've done, where you're from, who you are, you belong. And so, but this topic needs to be talked about. Um, so more and more. Yeah. And so 
kind of got a question that kind of can bleed into that and everything, but um, what would you say to the, you know, the college guy, the, the young adult guy that's, you know, he's, he's out of college, maybe he's at, he's at a job and he's looking for a relationship, but he's doing it the wrong way. And he's just going from, from girl to girl trying to, you know, I don't know, be the, just fill the, the loneliness void or whatever it is. But like, what would you say to the guy that's, he's not looking for a spouse in the right way. Like he's kind of just going girl to girl. Mm. I mean, so I'm I'm just gonna because I I do better when I like paint a picture. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna say a guy that attends church, maybe even serves mm. you know twice a month, something like that. But on the weekends is hanging out at a bar, mm-hmm. or on the weekends is going to frat parties, or if he's not in college and he's a young you know a young male, he's hanging out with people that are a bunch of young males, mm-hmm. not not with people that are in relationships. I just would say uh, the the saying is. You know, you show me your your five closest friends, and I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important to find people in your life that are going to push you, but also going to give you accountability mm-hmm. uh, and are going to be able to have tough conversations with you. But if if you're a guy and you are pursuing a girl that is not pursuing Christ, it will never work. Yeah, you know. And if you legitimately are at the end of your road as far as the relationships conversation, because you just keep going from girl to girl to girl. Like, I think the biggest thing I would want to say right here is just remember that that girl's going to be some guy's wife, mm. and that you're going to be some woman's husband. Yeah. And every decision that we do make, they do have consequences. So while while it feels like I'm young and I'm just you know YOLO, I'm just living yeah. it up, doing my thing. I just would say this, that no matter what decision you make, it is covered by the blood of Jesus. Come on. And yeah. there is grace and goodness, and his mercy is new every morning. But while he forgives us, we often don't forget, and the enemy doesn't let us forget. Mm. So any decision that you're making right now, homeboy, it will follow you. It will, uh, it, even when you're laying in the bed beside your wife, and you are in love, and you have the blessings of God in your life, man, mm-hmm. there's moments where, you're going to remember who you were, what yeah. you did, what you didn't do. And the scariest thing, Braden, is when we stand before the Lord, we're not going to be judged because of our actions. We're going to be judged because of what we didn't do with the time given to us. Mm-hmm. So, bro, quit jumping from girl to girl. Yeah, Get involved in a ministry. Get some people in your life that are going to build you up, encourage you, and push you to be the best you. And, again, be the one. Don't just look for the one. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're doing. You're jumping from each relationship, looking for someone to fill a void that God desires to fill in you mm-hmm. first. That's so good. I feel like there's kind of like a stigma with guys and girls that like if a guy finds a girl and they find out like oh this girl's been with a bunch of guys or it's like she she doesn't care. She's and it's like oh she's I can't be with her. She's been with a bunch of girls. But that du- same dude has been with countless number of girls. Like it's not okay for the girl to have had a past or have done this but it's like okay for the guy and Mm -hmm. i think that's a lot of pride and so if like if you're looking for somebody that isn't getting with a bunch of people then you you kind of gotta not get with a bunch of people as well (laughs) yeah and when you say getting with and specifically in the topic of sex i think Mm -hmm. there for a little bit i jumped into more of the emotional side of things because that's what I've been able to see as a youth mm-hmm. pastor and someone who's led some young adult ministries is the scars mm-hmm. that you don't think 
you have or that you don't think you're causing other people to have, but they're there. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, Heather and I were talking about this the other day, but the grass is not greener on the other side of the mm-hmm. fence. Yeah. It's grass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you can find, uh, you know, I say it like this, a plot of land that has been taken care of and nurtured by the Lord, it's going to be ready for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and, and And if you can find a girl that, get out of the bar go to a bible study mm. i'll just i'll yeah. just say it you know uh and you say well there's there's some girls at bible study that ain't right <laughs> that might be true too yeah. but that that is when you got to say you know do i want to let my physical desires you know override you know my spiritual desire to mm-hmm. honor the lord and if he's the lord of your life he's got to be lord of all mm-hmm. or he's not lord at all yeah if he's the lord of your life that's that moment where you say god i might not want to give you know, I want to give in to my desire. I want to give in to this relationship, but you're the Lord and it's your call. And if you're not calling that play, I ain't running it. Mm, that's good. That's good stuff. Heather. Um, so it could be a similar answer cause it's a similar question, but just kind of different point of view. Um, what would you say to, to the girl that maybe is, that's, you know, trying to find the satisfaction from guy to guy, or maybe it's even with one guy for a long time, but like it's the wrong guy. Um, what would you say to, to that girl? Um, I'm going to kind of piggyback off what Ron said. Um, just stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you're hurting yourself. You're damaging your heart. You're creating more for yourself in the long run than you need to. Um, you, your, um, your heartache and your, you know, you're just not, this is not going to be good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's basically what, you know, Ron was saying, but um, you deserve to be treated like a princess. You deserve to be treated well, and um, you don't have to put up with crap, <laughs> if I can say that. On yeah. <laughs> um, you don't You don't have to put up with that stuff. Like, um, you raise your standards, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I was just thinking, like, you know, you don't, you want somebody to treat you like Christ loves the church. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like if you can put yourself in a boat and think about 10 years from now, like, what do you want in 10 years from now? Don't think about right now, but mm-hmm. 10 years from now, what, what do you want to see in your family? What is your vision for your life? What do you dream that, like, I'm going to have the house with a white picket fence mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. all my kids are just running around, you know, like all those, you know, little things. But, like, think about what you would want then and maybe not what you're settling for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who is going to treat you well, but also you have to think about your kids. Like yeah. if you're going to have a family and um, you want somebody that's going to be able to, to, to do life with you and yeah. to do it well with you and your kids. So mm-hmm. kind of jumping around there, but um, that's, yeah. that's what I have to That's add. so good. I mean, I feel like a lot of, um, especially young people, young adults are only focused on the now, only yeah. focused like what's, do I like them now? Do I like hanging out yes. with them? But there's so much more to that. Like if you're, if you're looking for just a, a fling I, I wouldn't suggest that but that's how you would think about it is the now but if you're looking for a spouse like right. you got to you got everything to think about and I think that's a good question to ask is like what do you want in 10 years like yeah. I mean it's not what do you want right now but I mean is that person going to give you what you want mm-hmm. in those 10 years or not and I think for the majority of girls or guys you can answer that question pretty quickly I feel like sometimes we get to the point where we're like I don't oh, I don't know that's so long away they they could I feel like if you're deep down and honest with yourself you know exactly if they would yeah. be able to give you what you want yeah. in those years so that's really good and um I don't want to catch you off guard but okay. a question uh that I think you can answer but <laughs> might not be prepared for but what would you say to the girl that 
okay, has done this. Maybe they mm-hmm. have had sex mm-hmm. outside of marriage with multiple guys, or maybe it's just one, but they, they've messed up, like, and now they feel like, well, crap. I mean, they're saying, don't do this, and now I've already done it, but they want to do better. Um, yeah. what, would, what would you do to say, like, to encourage them? Um, it's never too late to start over. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Christ forgives you, and you can take that step from now and just move forward. There was things in my life that, you know, I think Ryan kind of touched on earlier, but you know, there, we didn't, we weren't always perfect and we mm-hmm. didn't do things always right. But I think we've came to a place where we, you know, had to renew our hearts and our minds and a standard that we knew that we should be living up to that mm. we just weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's never too late to start over and um, forgive yourself Yeah. and um, just pursue a relationship with Jesus and um, never look back. Yeah, so. that's good. That's so good. Pastor Ryan, um, question that I feel like you touched on. Um but kind of want to put it out there clearly of like, mm-hmm. what are the dangers of like sexual immorality, like having sex outside of marriage, even like just basically the umbrella of sex. Cause it's not just like, there's so much that goes into it, but what's, what's the danger of, of guys and girls doing that with their boyfriends, girlfriends before they get married and, and all that? Well, I mean, I think probably the, the most dangerous thing especially if we believe what the Bible says is what you sow, you'll also reap. Mm. And the habitual, so if it's a habit for you Mm -hmm. to go from girl to girl, relationship, relationship, you know, it might start off completely innocent, but in the end it turns into something physical because it's what you've always done. Mm -hmm. Just imagine like this rose petal that's just being plucked at over and over and over. Before long, you're not going to have anything to give anybody else. Mm -hmm. You know, there's only so much of us. And while God, you know, Jesus does a redeeming work Mm -hmm. and he does restore, there's there's also, uh, you know, there's, there's also a place where, what we sow we're going to reap and if we don't and if we don't guard what we have if we don't grab hold of and again i I love what heather said just stop she stop god can do anything any moment Mm -hmm. all you gotta do is call to him yeah he's just a call away right but this this um consistency and this uh lifestyle of you know being loose with your decisions and loose with who you're with like it will follow you mm-hmm. i think I, I spoke to that yeah. it will follow you but the scariest thing is it can also grab hold of you mm-hmm. and keep you in bondage and then you are with someone that you love you are you know a young dad but you're not getting the attention that you feel like you did have or that you did want and you've got to navigate those waters now because if if you're so used to sleeping around and you're so used to having lots and lots of sex and with multiple people then it's just gonna the enemy's gonna put that in your mind mm-hmm. i mean you know i know there's another question about you know some myths and stuff mm-hmm. that, I, that i heard on a podcast last week but uh you know if you think the battle's over the day you get married you're dead wrong mm. it, it's not over it mm-hmm. might actually increase more because now you're not just thinking for yourself you're thinking for someone else yeah. so uh you know break break the cycle mm-hmm uh, get get underneath some uh, spirit-filled believers that you know can see when you're off and when you're not. You know, get underneath some some biblical preaching, teaching, mm-hmm. and uh, and see how God how God can use it. Yeah, that's so good. Um, 
so you, you touched on it and we're going to just jump into that question um, is I think so many people have their picture of what marriage is, um, especially before they're married. Um, and me and Katie talked about this on the last episode. So what's, um, and you can have kind of like funny, lighthearted ones, but also like serious ones, myths of marriage. Um, what would be some things that maybe you found out that just aren't, aren't true about marriage? Well, by way of being funny mm-hmm. and lighthearted, I looked these up by the way, <laughs> <laughs> I, at least with this one at least, because I, you know, I know that there could be lots of lots of myths out there, but one that I, I wanted to kind of touch on for a minute is um, the idea that when you get married, your spouse will complete you. Mm. And while I say, yes, I feel fulfilled and I feel like I'm a complete human with Heather, she is not the one who's meant to complete me. Yeah she's the one that meant to compliment me mm. right mm-hmm. so she she does she's not my end all do all be all because there might come a day where god chooses to to you know heal her body and take her to heaven right mm. and yeah. and if that day comes if she's the one that completes me then what am i going to do you know yeah. but she compliments my life in in so many different areas um but Jesus is the one who completes me com- fully. You mm-hmm. know, uh, he's in all things. He's before all things. He holds all things together, including my marriage and my emotional and my mental needs. You know, um, and so man, I think I think that's one that a lot of people think, man, if I just get married to the right person, they'll complete me and everything mm-hmm. will be over. No, you need to find someone, date someone that uh, that makes life easier, mm-hmm. that complements your weaknesses. That mm-hmm. Their we- your your weaknesses are their strengths, yeah, mm-hmm. and your strengths are their weaknesses because everybody wants help and everybody wants to give help. Mm-hmm. That's good. So that's good, Heather. What what would be your kind of myth of marriage that you found was not true? Um, I think that um, a good healthy marriage comes naturally, and that's just not true. Mm. Um, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of sacrifice. Um, it takes a lot of forgiving. Um, and it takes a lot, uh, just takes a lot of work um, in general. Um, it won't come naturally. Um, things, things in your marriage will come naturally, but yeah. the whole, as a whole, it doesn't just come naturally. Um, uh, pastors always talked about you're coming, two, two people that are coming together, they've come from big, different backgrounds, and you're trying to put them together. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, he's, he was raised differently than I was raised, even yeah. though we were raised similar there are still things that we had to learn how to do together instead of how our families did them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't come natural. You have to work, especially I feel like on the front end, you really have to work and um, figure out each other. Even though we've dated a long time, like you, we still had to figure out each other. We had to figure out how to live together and you know how to how to do life together. But not while we were dating. We didn't live together. No. <laughs> I just I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I didn't get that. I think that might have just been you. But it, thanks it for the clarification. It probably was just me. <laughs> Heather, is there any uh, kind of lighthearted, fun, like, myths of marriage or maybe something that you figured out that, like, was... I got one. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know. Yeah. So um, this is kind of something we've always laughed about, but um, marriage is not like Hollywood, mm-hmm. and they make it seem so... I don't know the word. Easy. <laughs> they make it just seem so just, I don't know, like easy. Like romantic. Romantic. Like it's just, in the, the it dream. we're talking about, is it sex? Yes. <laughs> so we have there sex. There it is. <laughs> you <Gosh>. do? 
so I just feel like, you know, it. we laugh about it a lot mm-hmm. in our home because it's not like that. You know, there's a lot of days that we're tired. We don't want to talk to each other. We, mm-hmm. you know, it just it's just life. Like, life is not easy, and it's not what it looks like on yeah. camera yeah. Um, in Hollywood anyway. So. Yeah, Hollywood, I mean, paints the yeah. picture of, of, I mean, of just sex and relationships, of marriage is just like, oh, it's your love every time. Like, it's yeah. just this beautiful thing every time, and which I've never experienced this, so I can't, like, speak on it, but I feel like it's a, sometimes it's a clunky, like, you're trying to figure it out type of thing, especially if you haven't ever done it. I'm, I mean, I'm, that's I, whenever I get married, the honeymoon, I'm sure, is going to be fantastic, but, like, I, we got to learn, like, what to do pretty much. So, I mean, I think I think a lot of people think it's just going to, oh, it's going to be magical and amazing every single time when, like you said, sometimes there's days you don't even want to talk to each other. Like, it's there's there's life to be had. Like, it's not just this dream fairy every, yeah, fairy tale every day. Um, it's you're not, you're just doing the life you did, and now you have somebody with you to do it. And so there's going to be mundane. There's going to be boring, mm-hmm. <laughs> difficult times, but there is – Obviously, the fairy tale and the dream days as well. I believe. I hope at least. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, there, there definitely is that. You know, one of the myths that's out there is, um, if the first year you're married, if you put a penny in a jar mm. every time you have sex, mm-hmm. then you start after the first year, you start taking pennies out of the jar. You'll never take them all out. Oh boy! <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's true, but I'm not saying that's not true. <laughs> Especially, well, especially for us because we we had Dalton, you know, pretty quick mm-hmm. after our first year of marriage. We had, you know, we had dated for so long and felt like we were ready for that, just that next venture, mm-hmm. that next adventure in our relationship. And I've always wanted to, tr- I'm trying, but I want to be a fun, cool, young dad. Mm-hmm. And I think Dalton thinks I'm cool at times, so <laughs> I, I have him deceived. But, you know, uh, you know, the thing that I think Heather's talking about, too, is, like, you get this idea. I mean, it's just marriage is guilt-free sex. And while it is that, it's, it is so much more. Like, mm-hmm. God intended it for it to be everything that you need uh, from someone emotionally, physically, mentally. That's what he intended for it to be, and that's what it is. But you, uh, you know, you don't just get that by waking up. You have to mm-hmm. be intentional. And But the best part best part about marriage and sex <laughs> is the makeup sex definitely is always better <laughs> so when you do have disagreements and fights yeah you know they do happen yeah there's gonna be fiery trials but oh, yeah. after after the trial whew, hallelujah come on <laughs> come on <laughs> uh that's so good I, I love hearing um from both of you but heather's perspective of you know of the of the female i think is necessary for a lot of people especially girls um but it was something you said I feel like marriage obviously is not natural because it's like you have to basically put away all your natural selfish desires to like mm-hmm. make this work um, and I think there's there's a degree to whenever you are dating someone it should be like it should work it, it should be like there should be chemistry mm-hmm. like it's not going to be easy obviously but there it shouldn't be if it's like arguing every day you're fighting all the time and like it's just not working like that should be a sign that maybe this isn't going to work there should be somewhat of an easiness to your relationship but I think marriage Mm -hmm. is what you're saying is like a great marriage that you know you see with like these just maybe celebrities have great marriages or just like maybe you're um like I think Pastor Steve and Shauna Mm -hmm. also like our our lead pastors 
um, here at Faith Church have a great marriage. And like that didn't just happen. Like right. it didn't just happen for you guys. Like I see the the communication style that you guys have that works for you. And like you like you go at each other sometimes, but you know it's because you love each other and like you're allowed to say those things. Right. But I think marriage, like you said, it's going to take hard work. It's not just going to happen. I think a lot of times, even for me, I feel like, man, I really want to have a good marriage whenever that happens. And like, I think sometimes it's just going to be, I'm going to find the right person and I'm going to be like, I'm going to be a great husband when I have no idea what it takes to be a husband sometimes and that it's going to take sacrifice and putting your selfish desires away and like actual work, like communication, like even therapy. I feel like therapy is like a cuss word sometimes because people are like, oh, I can't do therapy. Mm -hmm. But like, no, even healthy people do therapy That's right. because it's just going to make you stronger and, and help your relationship. But there, like you have to make the decision to do therapy. You have to be honest in therapy. You have to be honest with each other. Like mm-hmm. it's not going to just come easy. Like you got to, sure. you got to put in that work. You know, I've had the pleasure to, to do several couples weddings mm-hmm. and I also have done the counseling. And one of the things that I always talk about in counseling is, and this is a part where, you know, I feel like people need to lean in mm-hmm. and turn, turn it up right turn here. It up. So is uh, when you go to work all day and you work or you go to school all day mm-hmm. and you are doing schoolwork and you come home and you have a significant other, a spouse that's under the ordination of marriage, right? That, that you, it's been blessed by God. You're in the right place. You're doing it the right way. When you go do that and you come home, guess what? You go back to work. Mm. And if you're not willing to work, so here's what I'd say. Girls, if you're dating a guy that's lazy, he stays up late, he sleeps late, you're paying for everything, he don't have a job, you need to run. Because mm. if that dude's not working now, he's not going to work when you get married. Yeah. And girls, if or, or guys, if you're dating a girl that's lazy, she makes excuses, she's not putting forth any effort to do anything, you're doing all the legwork, marriage is give and take. Mm-hmm. It is not all give, and it is all not all take. Mm-hmm. And so the hardest part, in in the whole process is sometimes people get in a relationship with somebody physically they're attracted to them physically and sexually they 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 meet every need that you would want she's everything he would ever want he's everything he's got the six-pack abs dark all that stuff right but i'm telling you if this guy's not working right now if he's not putting in work uh a job for sure but if Mm -hmm. he's not putting in work uh to be a better him he's not going to put in the work he needs to put in to make you better either yeah that doesn't just automatically change when you say your vows mm-hmm. so i i mean while i've had the pleasure of seeing some people you know be joined together in holy matrimony i've also had the the you know the reality that some of those things they don't work out because mm-hmm. who they thought they were marrying is not who they really did marry mm-hmm. and he said he would work but he didn't she said she would do this but she didn't. I expected him to do that. We talked about that, but he didn't do that, and it just it just didn't work. So, I would just say, in in regards to some of this conversation we're having, we're having, mm-hmm. I felt really inspired yeah. right here. If you're dating someone who's not working and trying to take care of themselves right now, they're not going to take care of you either. Yeah, that's good. That's so good. So, running out of time, so we're yes. we're gonna wrap this thing up with some uh, one last question and kind of pair it with some final thoughts of anything maybe you had prepared or just one last statement you kind of want to leave them with so pastor ryan um what's the biggest thing that you've learned um in marriage that you feel like young adults who are maybe early on in marriage right now or they're they're entering into a relationship or Mm -hmm. they're single um that they should know before they get into that relationship yeah so i 
I think uh, we could probably have a whole podcast on these two words, mm-hmm. but for me, it has been sacrifice and selflessness. Mm-hmm. So the day that God allowed me to be Heather's husband is the day that I stopped thinking about just myself. Mm. Uh, the Bible says that man will, you know, uh, will leave his father and mother and cling to his wife, mm-hmm. and that that picture is a picture of you know being joined together in in the difficult times, the hard times, like obviously, you know, in sickness and in death. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's been multiple times in our marriage where we went under fire, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I was selfish, because I had pride issues. I had things that God wanted to deal in, in, deal with in me that I would not allow him to deal with. And that just comes with selfishness. That just comes with I want what I want, how I want it, when I want it. And if I don't get it, I'm like a little kid. I'm mm-hmm. gonna cry. Yeah. Well, we had to we had to go through the fiery trials of that because God had to purify me and us together. And Heather already talked about forgiveness is very key. But you know, just being selfless. I mean, Paul says in Philippians chapter two. Uh, I love this verse, and it and it's, it works not just in marriage, but it works in regular relationships, mm-hmm. friendships, everything. But it says. Uh, Philippians 2, verse 4, don't look out only for your own interests. Again, when you get married, it's not about you anymore. Mm-hmm. But take an interest in others. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Mm-hmm. And and Jesus thought about us. Yeah. He didn't think about himself. He could have, you know, ran things, ruled the reigned over all, ruled the earth, but he considered himself nothing, and he took the form of a servant just like us, even to the point of death. That's what Philippians goes on to say. Uh, and so for me, it's like every day I need to die to myself every day, selflessness, be selfless. And then the sacrifice is just, there might be, you know, like I, I, I mentioned, I play golf. Well, when we first got married, I played way too much golf. Mm. Uh, I spend money. I don't do well with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, when we first got married, I spent way too much money. Well, the sacrifice is if I'm going to keep her happy and if I need to be everything she needs me to be and you know, there was this moment where she's like, I need you to chill and pay attention to what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But I had to sacrifice. There's times um, where I had very nice vehicles, you know, and I thought, this is it. This is what I'm going to drive the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But s- life happens, stories happen, circumstances happen, God intervenes. Mm-hmm. And there was times that I had to make major sacrifices. But I believe if I wouldn't have made those sacrifices, then we wouldn't have the marriage and the trust and the relationship we have today. So I would just say selflessness every day of your life, choose to be selfless, Mm -hmm. consider someone else better than yourself. And if you do that, guys, if you'll do that, then you'll be ready. You'll be ready for the relationship the Lord has for you. And if you'll begin right now, sacrifice the, the conversation the last thing I'm going to say, the conversation with the rich young ruler. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Bible paints a picture that this cat had it all. And he had a moment with Jesus, mm-hmm. and he said, I know the law. I know what's been taught. What what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said, sell everything you have. Mm-hmm. Jesus was not wanting his house, his cars, his clothes, all that. Jesus just wanted his heart, mm-hmm. and that is what sacrifice is all about, mm-hmm. is what I have, God, I'm going to lay it down for you. I trust your way is better than my way. Your yeah. thoughts are higher and better than my thoughts. Mm-hmm. So that happens. And, and it really comes to fruition that the best in a relationship. Mm, that's so good. Yeah. So good. Heather, what's the, um, what's the biggest thing you've learned so far in your 13 years of marriage? 
Um, I'm kind of simply what Ron was saying was like keep Christ in the center of your relationship. Um, he he went on a long thing to say that, but mm-hmm. I feel like you no, you're good. <laughs> um, I just feel like if you will pray together, if you will talk about the mm. Lord in your home, if you will put Him first above everything else, then then things will just fall in line. Like it's not going to come naturally, yeah. but you it will be a natural progression for if if that's first in your relationship. So mm-hmm. um, there's a several other things. Communication is very important. Um, patience is very important. Forgiveness mm-hmm. is very important. All of those things. But I think we've talked about all of that. Yeah. So um, main thing is keeping Christ in the center of your relationship. Mm-hmm. So. That's so good. Thank you for your patience with me <laughs> for over real. the years. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely good. If you're, if you're in a relationship, pray together. If you know, that's going to be a like cornerstone of, of the relationship of, um, because prayer changes things. Prayer works, and if you bring things to God, like God will intervene. God will He'll heal things. He'll He'll be faithful. He'll He'll bring what you need um to the table. But yeah, if you're if you don't have God in your relationship, like it's it's gonna be tough. It's it, it could fail really. It, it. I mean for sure, and I mean just while you're talking about that, if you're girls, if you're dating a guy that is texting you late at night, hey, what are you wearing? Mm. You know, what does it look like where you're at? I mean, you probably should consider what is his heart, what's his desire. But mm-hmm. if you're texting a guy that says, you know, man, I just read this in the Word, mm. or what what can I pray for you about today? Mm-hmm. You know, what what didn't go well in your day today, and I want to pray and just take it before the Lord. That's the kind of person mm-hmm. that yeah. you should grab hold of with two hands and not let not let go. Mm-hmm. So that's so good, so good. Thank you guys so much yeah, for those those answers. I think that. I mean, I don't. We could talk a lot longer, but I feel like we've said what we needed to say. I talk too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. I love, um, love what you have to say. Um, a lot of wisdom, a lot of experience, and a lot of experience in, in failure. Like us as humans, we fail, and you've learned. I feel like from a lot of the the failures you've had in life, and that's why you guys have the marriage you have now. But um, that's that's all we got for this episode, Pastor Ryan Heather. Thank you guys so much. Yes, sir. Thank for you for being on. Heather was going to say something, and then she's like, Pastor Ryan did it for me. You're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But you guys are awesome. Um, Thank you guys so much for being on, sharing your wisdom and your heart. I believe it it was helpful. And so all you listeners out there, hope you enjoyed this. Hope it was challenging, um, inspiring, encouraging. Um, Share this podcast. Listen to it. Go to the parts that were really good and listen to those again. Um, but really meditate, pray about this. Um, relationships are important. Marriage is important. Um, and we want to take it seriously. We want to we involve God in it. But thanks so much for listening. Peace out.